Hello and welcome back to Season 5, Episode 3 of Santini's Daily Dose Podcast, you guys. This means that this is my 53rd episode of this podcast, you guys, and I'm just so excited to continue to, uh, as we're here today on Tuesday, I get to give you more wisdom about um, uh, just the wisdom I've learned from the past. Today we have a sermon. Uh, We're going to be talking about mental health. It's so crazy. Um, I felt like the Lord was telling me earlier in the week to talk about mental health, and I needed some confirmation, so I uh, had a uh, conversation with my friend, uh, Brandon, who is a great man of the Lord and does listen to this podcast very regularly, so I I appreciate your support, Brandon. I I love how far uh, you and I have come and continuing to iron sharpening iron with, uh, you know, the both of us, so... Um, but he, so I felt like I was hearing from the Lord to talk about mental health. And then I had a conversation with Brandon a little while after that. And he told me how we went to church and they did a message on mental health. And I thought, oh, well, maybe this is like some confirmation. I need to talk about this. And I had a lot of peace about it. So, uh, last night, uh, I did about half of the message that I've prepared. And then, uh, I went out to go see a movie with a friend and then I came home and finished the rest. Um, you guys, we're going to open in prayer here, and there's just something that ever since last night with the movie that I saw, there's been something that's a little bit, that's been like really heavy on my heart, and so I saw a movie last night called Profile, and I'm just going to um, look it up real quick and tell you guys what it's about. I really, for those of you that are Christians, I think you should really go watch this, and before you watch it, um, just pray that the spirit of fear, it's not like a horror movie, so don't worry about that. Um, but it's like, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, um, what kind of genre is it? It's a mystery and a narrative. So it's almost like a documentary somewhat. Um, but you guys, this movie, uh, so basically it's an undercover, uh, British journalist, uh, risks her life by infiltrating militant extremist groups online. So I saw this movie last night and I'm just trying to figure out how to say this without spoiling anything. You guys, I have just been praying for women that are trafficked. It's been really heavy on my heart. And it just really... I mean, I just get really sad. I just feel for these women. I feel their pain. Last night, after the movie, I went to go use the restroom. And I just talked to God. I was just like... Like, I can't believe this is happening right now. Like, these women are just like, I'm like, why, God? I just don't understand. And it's like, we're in a fallen world, and it's just, there's so many things to it, you guys. It's just, you know, like Paul said, we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And we're going to use that verse in today's sermon. But, you guys, if you're a Christian, I, I I, I, I challenge you, please, you need to go see this movie just for, um... God to just open your eyes and what's really going on with with ISIS and with extremist groups like this and what they're actually doing with women, you guys. I'm sure you already know, but I think if you see this, it'll open your eyes more to how um, clever uh, these extremist groups are making it to make it look pleasurable to women and they come in and then everything just goes, you know, to hell in their lives. So please just go check the movie out. I saw it last night. Um, you know, if I look at the reviews, it got 61% by the critics, 79% of the audience liked it. Uh, you guys can obviously look at that online. Look at the trailer, look at the reviews. You guys, I seriously consider, please go see this movie. 
Um, they might have it on Amazon Prime, um, but I just saw it in the theaters. I saw it. I saw it at MJR. So, um, yeah, I just we're gonna open a prayer here, you guys, and then we're gonna get this message started about mental health. I'm really excited to pour out the wisdom that I've learned. I'm gonna share some personal stories about mental health and how God's delivered me from a lot of things mentally and how I struggle with some men- some new mental stuff. And anyway, so let's just open in prayer and um give our hearts to the Lord today. So Father, I pray for women that are getting caught in all of this just sex trafficking. God, Lord, I pray for deliverance. I pray your hand to be in their lives, that you would reach into their lives, that Father, we would just, we would hear their cry. Lord, you would hear their cry just as you heard the Israelites God, the people that are getting involved in this and are treating these women this way, Father, they may not know what they are doing, so I pray your mercy to be upon them. God, I pray that your will just to be done in in human trafficking. I I pray that you would break off pornography, that you would uh, just bring breakthrough in a world that's just driven by sex, God, and how um, it, it just takes... What you meant for what 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 you want sex to be in, and people just use it for their own glory. God, I pray for uh, just reminding you, Father, that your mercies are new every morning, and that you would your it would be your kindness that leads these people to repentance and and into radical relationship with you. And yeah, Father, so I just I lift up these women to you. I just I pray that we would have a heart of um. That we would just, we would just hear their cry, God. We would feel their pain, God. That we would just continue to pray for these women, God. That you'd put a burden in our heart for the lost. And um, Lord, I pray for this message that uh, people would have open hearts. They would uh, receive this wisdom, Holy Spirit. That you would minister to them what they need to know. That I wouldn't be worried about anything, God. Um, we surrender all anxiety, Lord. We trust you today. Uh, just, Lord, show us the things that need to be removed in our lives and help us to walk into more obedience. In Jesus' name, amen. So, mental health, you guys, the elephant in the room, the thing where everyone needs help in. The enemy loves to bring stronghold in our minds and control us and steal our peace and joy with the Holy Spirit. Some of you know I have talked a lot about my own mental health on my journals uh, about my week on Sundays. Uh, you guys, uh, I have other episodes on here that say sharing my week um, or you know another journal. Those are just like me sharing my week with you, being vulnerable about my mental health. Uh, sometimes I do do a, conf- uh, a moment of confession of sin, how uh, James 5 talks about that. Um, here's the thing. Jesus said in John 10.10, That the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Whether that's our growth with the Holy Spirit, relationships we need, uh, the fruits of the Spirit, see Galatians 5 for that, whatever. He is going to take advantage of any open door in your heart or mind, no matter where you are at in your faith. And God, uh, but God, in his sovereignty, reigns above this always. His hand is in everything. Something I learned recently from uh, Joyce Meyer, one of my favorite pastors, was something she said where she said, new level, 
new devil, which means the more you grow in God, in your relationship with him, the more uh, new and more powerful demons and devils you will encounter. These are moments when we need to put the things we have learned from the past, from the Holy Spirit, and put them into practice when we deal with these higher ranks of demons. Because in Colossians, it says that there's certain ranks of angels. So um, I am reading Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer, and everything I am reading is exactly the kind of wisdom I need right now. Amazing to see the Holy Spirit show us again and again how amazing his perfect timing is, even when we don't understand. If you are not reading a Christian book right now, pray for the Holy Spirit to show you if you are in that season right now to read a Christian book and for him to show you what you need to read if you are in that season. The Bible isn't the only place we can get our wisdom from. God uses the small things in life to make them great. He uses what the enemy meant for bad for good, He, which is Genesis 50-20. Um, he uses things for his glory to give us fresh insights in every season of our lives. Ephesians 6-10-17 says, Paul writes and he says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. That's the key point here, guys. Verse 12, for our struggle, our struggle, you guys, is not against flesh and blood. It's not against ourselves. It's not against other people. But it's against the rulers against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to, to, everything to stand, stand firm, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Verse 16, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. It's like, think about that, you guys. Think about that part right there. Which you can... So, he's talking about... Uh, the shield of faith, which uh, you can extinguish all the... It's like the shield of faith. It's like when, when the enemy hits us with doubt or anything, it's like, no, I'm going to have faith. No, I'm going to put up my um, shield and I'm going to block the flaming arrows of the evil one. Last verse, verse 17. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, which, you know, Hebrews talks about um, the word is sharper than every any double-edged sword. It breaks the marrow and and pierces the heart and da, 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 it, it convicts and it, it breaks down. So, um, again, all this wisdom you are learning right now is more things to put into practice. Philippians 4.9 I feel like we always think about doing the thing we need to do, God is telling us to do, and we trick ourselves by thinking that is doing it by thinking it when we actually need to be putting it into practice. I'm guilty in this as well, you guys. When we don't have the strength, this is where we come to God's throne boldly because of our place under the blood um, and ask for whatever we need. His ear is always inclined to hear us and what we need. 
But based on this verse, when we are attacked mentally and our mental health starts to get triggered in a negative way, we need to pray out loud of putting the armor on. It's that simple. Do not over-spiritualize it, you guys. Paul says our war, the struggle in us, is not against ourselves. Rather, we are fighting against Satan, the prince of the air, and his demons. Honestly, you guys, that should be a huge relief for us. That we're not actually fighting against ourselves. That we don't have to figure things out. It's like, no, there's an enemy. And he's just attacking our, our character defects from uh, our, our, how we're born into this broken world. And, and a lot of people grow up in broken homes. So when these moments come, it is God testing us to just come to him. To humble ourselves and do what he wants us to do. And to sometimes stop striving all the time and just rest in him. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be alert and of sober mind. The enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. You know, I'm just going to... I can't believe I didn't put this in my notes, but let me just look up what the word devour means, you guys. It means to eat food or prey hungrily or quickly. Like, look at this. Another another definition is read quickly and eagerly. Another definition is of a fire or a similar force to destroy completely. So let's just go back to that. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Verse 9. Peter says, if that happens... This is what you're this is what you're supposed to do. Verse 9, resist him, standing firm in your faith. Like Paul said to, to, to young Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. Because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Peter's not only writing to the people that of not only talking about the body of Christ that was then, but now as well, you guys. The enemy and his demons are always looking for someone to devour. Remember John 10.10 that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Be alert. Pray that God makes you more sober-minded. Be alert because our war is not against ourselves or other human beings. Everyone is fighting against the evil of this world, Satan and his demons. This is why we need to have more understanding when people just live in habitual sin because they... Uh, they may not know what they do like Jesus said when he was on the cross. You can't expect everyone to know the wisdom you have learned. That's why it's called iron sharpening iron. Peter goes on and says, stand firm in the faith. Fight the good fight of faith like Paul said to Timothy. Resist the devil. Well, what does that mean? Don't over-spiritualize it. Jesus uh, resisted, resisted Satan by putting... By, by praying and putting his trust in God in the Garden of Gethsemane. See uh, Matthew 4. Uh, the Gospel of Mark has a really good interpretation of uh, the Garden of Gethsemane as well. So just go ahead and look at that, you guys, as well. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 10 about casting down thoughts into the obedience of Christ. When a codependent mindset, a fear of man mindset, anxiety, or depression, whatever the enemy brings at us... I have literally said it out loud. I cast that thought down to the authority of Jesus. Whew. You guys, God's power comes in those moments. Whether you see it or not, 
because God tells us to live by faith, which is trusting him when you don't understand and not by sight. This verse is really, guys, this this, this next part, uh, Psalm 143, just really pay attention to this because this is really good. I got this from, um, I got this part from Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. So just listen to me. Psalm 143, 3 reads, the end, this is, this is David speaking, you guys. This is David talking to God. This is what David's saying. The enemy has chased me. He has knocked me to the ground and forces me to live in darkness like those in the grave. So here we go. It sounds like David is sounding depressed here. Let's go to verse 4. Peter, uh, not Peter, sorry. David goes on and says, I am losing all hope. I am paralyzed with fear. Like, paralyzed with fear, you guys. Oh my gosh, like, like this, is, this actually happened. Like, David actually said this. This actually happened. Tell me depression uh, doesn't do one of these things. Uh, you know, makes you lose hope and makes you paralyzed with fear. David goes on in verse 5 through 12 and it says, this is David continuing. Uh, after he tells God how he feels, he continues on in verse 5 through 12 and he says, verse 5, I remember the days of the old. I ponder all your great works and think about what you have done. You guys, this is before Jesus. And David is still seeing the goodness of God. Verse 6, I lift my head to you in prayer. I thirst for you as parched land thirsts for rain. It's just like Jesus said in Matthew 5, blessed are those who hunger for righteousness. It's like that's what David's doing here in verse 6. He continues, says, come quickly, Lord, and answer me for my depression deepens. Don't turn away from me, or I will die. How many how many times have we heard from like uh, like professional doctors and how they've said that depression can actually kill you? Verse eight. Let me hear of your unfailing love each morning, for I am trusting you. Show me where to walk, for I give myself to you. Rescue me from my enemies, Lord. I run to you to hide me. It's almost like Psalm 139. Hide under the shadow of his wing. That's almost like what David's saying here. It's almost like he's prophesying in verse 9 right there. Verse 10. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me forward on a firm footing. Tell me that doesn't sound like um where uh, the part about firm footing where Paul talks about setting your feet firmly in peace like come on you guys oh my gosh this is this is this is amazing i'm just realizing this holy ghost is just like whoo verse 11 for the glory of your name O lord preserve my life because of your faithfulness bring me out of distress verse 12 in your unfailing love silence all my enemies and destroy all my foes for i am your servant oh my gosh Glory! Okay. When we get down, sad, depressed, anxious, we need to do what David did. It's that simple, you guys. Pouring our hearts out to the Father, growing in intimacy. Sometimes God just sends us mental trial because he wants us to he wants to have intimacy with us. So it's like you guys, David first starts off by like how he feels. 
Okay, he just talks about how the enemies chased me, and I'm, I'm paralyzed with fear, and I, I feel hopeless. And he goes back and he goes, but I remember your goodness. And because of that, I'm going to lift my hands in prayer. So he, so he, so he tells God how he feels. Um, he does First Peter 5, 7. He casts his anxieties on God. Um, he, he praises God through the trial. Verse 6, I will lift my hands to you in prayer and thirst for you. Just as uh, parched land thirsts for rain. Then he comes back and he goes, come back to me, Lord, because my depression is deepening me. And he comes back to, he just comes back to, like, telling God of how he feels. And then verse 10, he comes and he says, God, teach me your will. So he confronts his feelings to God. Then he praises him and then he humbles himself. He goes, God, teach me your will. May your gracious spirit lead me forward on firm footing. It's this balance that David had, and that's what we need to have, you guys. So Isaiah 26.3 says, You will keep in perfect peace to all who trust in you, and all those whose uh, thoughts are fixed on you. Faith in God. Uh, God... I should have rewrote my notes. Faith in God is trusting him when you don't understand. That is why Paul says we live by faith and not by sight. Because Paul, because God works behind the scenes, not Paul works behind the scenes. Oh my gosh. Um, anyways, the more we are fixated, this is really important, you guys. Pay attention to this. The enemy is going to really try and like just uh, distract you. So just Holy Spirit, just speak to these people right now in Jesus' name. Um, and I, I, I'm what I'm about to say is I'm living proof. I've seen this in my own life, you guys. So please take this with an open heart, please. And if I'm wrong about this, then Holy Spirit, show me. But I've just like no, like I've been shown that this is true, you guys. The more we are fixated on materialistic things, having our thoughts be consumed by this world, which is another door, uh, it's another door for the enemy to come in and play around in. God still calls us to repent. And it's always about humbling ourselves before the Holy Spirit and asking him to show us where we are wrong mentally. Of course, it's not like you're going to come to a point where like, you're too far out. No, it's God's grace that holds you. It's like, I don't, as I say that, I don't want you to be worried about like, oh, I guess I'm too far. Like, no, this is God telling you to just like, cause it's not about you doing the action. Just pray to God. You can't change yourself. No matter how many, how many times you try to repent over and over and over, it's not going to change your heart. It's not going to renew your mind. It's not of your own works. It's, it's from God. I hope this is all making sense to you guys. I hope not not going too fast. I'm just like I just I just hope that you're taking all this in. So this all steals our minds on being steadfast on God, being fixated on these materialistic things. Now I'm guilty in this too, you guys. I really get I really get caught up in like obsessing over cars. I love cars. I could talk about cars all day. I I, I look at a car and I just I feel that lust just start to burn and I continue. Uh, ever since I've just been feeling conviction of the Holy Spirit, I've just humbled myself and I go, okay, please just change my heart, change my mind. So it's that simple, you guys. It's all that. I mean, that's repentance right there. So basically, um, uh, I, uh, a lot of these things will take our minds to be less steadfast on God. So, um, and by also trusting in him and him alone. 
I did a message on how to find God's peace, and I really broke down this verse, Isaiah 26.3, down more in that sermon. You guys should go really, go, uh, really go check that out. Ephesians 4 talks about how to not... Uh, about not going to bed angry and how that can give uh, the enemy a foothold in your life. This is another way our mental health can go bad. I have seen in my own personal walk with God, the Holy Spirit has let my mental health go really bad because of discipline. The writer of Hebrews talks about how if God wasn't a good father, he wouldn't discipline his children. In these moments, I humble myself before God in reverence and ask him what I have done wrong. God's motive in these moments are for us to grow in wisdom and intimacy with him. Mental health has obviously taken a huge toll on everyone in the world since this pandemic happened. God is always using bad mindsets for good. He always will, you guys, no matter what. Romans 3 says that if the whole world is lying through its teeth, God will still be faithful. Um, he will always, uh, he always does... Like it says in Genesis 50:20, I will use for good what you meant for bad. Some of you may be for a long time uh, asking, why do all these same mindsets hit me all the time? I just want freedom. A lot of it is from the past, is from past trauma. Whether it's from friends or family or people that just hurt you in the past. Personally, over the past two months, the Holy Spirit has shown me why I have certain mental strongholds and uh, that just hit me for a long time and a lot of it is from past trauma from my dad uh, my ex and also from my ex-best friend uh, never really saying nice things to me and really getting bullied uh, a lot throughout all of school here is my last bit of wisdom to take with you to put into practice if you struggle with mental health issues. These things I have done and I have seen lots of healing come from it by putting these things that I'm about to read into practice. Read your word. Listen to instrumental music when you have your quiet time with God. Uh, if you guys want some good instrumental people on uh, Spotify, uh, there's a guy named Waldner Worship. He's got really good stuff. You can look at... Um, Let's see, you can look at uh, Michael Wallen. Uh, you can look at uh, Hammock, that's spelled H-A-M-M-O-C-K. They have a lot of great stuff, you guys. You can look at uh, Thomas Newman has a lot of great stuff. He's done a lot of great movies um, like Finding Nemo, any other. Well, no, that's not a good movie. Come Back to Me. Um... Or not come back to me. That's that's a song. Uh, 1917 was I meant to say. He did uh, some stuff on uh, the latest movie that he did was The Little Things with Denzel Washington, and uh, I don't know who the other guy is, but he's got some really great stuff, you guys. Um, Daft Punk has some good stuff. Hans Zimmer has some really good stuff. Um, M83 has some good stuff. Ali Page is a worship leader. She has a lot of good stuff. Um, Stephanie Gretzinger, obviously, she's got this really good instrumental called The Olive Grove on her latest album. William Augusto has, strictly does uh, worship instrumental. You guys should really check out his stuff. His name is William Augusto. Um, if you guys, I have all these songs on a playlist on Spotify. The playlist is called Peace With Him, and the H is capitalized in him. So, 
Um, if you want to look this up on Spotify, I have 237 songs on here. It's, it's It's got over 35 hours of just instrumental stuff. Please go check it out. Listen to this stuff when you just have want to have a soaking moment with God. Um, who else has really good stuff? Upper Room uh, has a new instrumental album that's out uh, called Arbor. Um, I think I might have already mentioned Thomas Newman. Yeah, I did. Um, Waldner Worship's got really good stuff. James Newton Howard. There, I just got so much stuff on here. You, I got uh, you guys should check out Tony Anderson. He's really good. Um, Trevor Kowalski is really good. There's I, I just go come check out my playlist on Spotify, you guys. It's called Peace with Him. It's public. You can look it up and just listen to the kind of music that I have on here. Uh, let's continue down the list. Um, number two, fast and pray in secret. What that means is don't tell anyone when you are fasting or praying. And prepare the steps you need to do so that no one will see you doing it. Just see Matthew 6 about what Jesus says about praying and fasting. Continuing to pray for God to change your heart, renew your mind, and to not continue to obsess over the things of this world. Continue to repent from it. This is something the enemy will use to keep you uh, from more growth with God. Uh, Intimacy with God is key, you guys. So key. Ask God to change you to uh, just have these moments. Um, in Acts, it says that God predestines everyone to be at a certain place at a certain time uh, to just like reach his revelation and stuff like that. Uh, intimacy with God can be uncomfortable because it bites at our pride, always wanting to work for God. Sometimes God wants us to be really uncomfortable so that we can learn to rest in him. Uh, read a Christian book. Listen to more sound doctrine sermons. Uh, declare God's word over yourself. Be honest with God. You are not hiding anything from him. It's a relationship, not a religion. Also, you guys, I, I did a sermon a little while ago on what are you feeding your heart. And if you haven't uh, listened to that message, I challenge you to go listen to that. That is season two, I think. Um, what are you feeding your heart? trying to find it hang on guys did I miss it father's word sharing my week understanding forgiveness all right here what are you feeding your heart uh it's my one two three four five six seven eight nine ten so it's season Two episode one or two i don't have it listed on there you guys i kind of was late on uh posting that on each episode but i uh, i challenge you to go listen to that message as well that message will help you understand um why you might have some mental health issues another message that might help you um on mental health is finding god's peace uh that is a little bit after um what are you feeding your heart uh, that's uh, Finding God's Peace. That's Season 3, Episode 2. Please go check that out, you guys. That'll really help you out with mental health. Um, there's just so much good stuff on here, you guys. I mean, I just, you know, Jeremiah, understanding Jeremiah 17.9. That'll be a really good uh, one for you to listen to as well for mental health. Um, so go listen to that, you guys. So basically, another thing that I think... Uh, an open door for the enemy is listening to secular music and listening and not watching the right movies. Uh, I repented from listening to uh, secular rap 
about three years ago, and I have seen a lot of change from it, you guys. It, it, it's really glorifying, man. It really is. Um, you're supporting the kind of things that these people are rapping about, which are just not good. Um, you know, Rome, Paul says in Romans 14 that everyone has their different convictions, so I guess that's something that I have to that I have to remember as well. I just get convicted whenever I listen to that kind of stuff. You might not, but uh, you know, another another verse that I want to uh, talk about that I forgot to put in my message. Let me just look it up. Let me just look it up. I think it's Philippians 4. Yeah, hang on a second, you guys. I'm going to pull it up right here. Okay, Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So this is another thing that we can apply to our mental health, you guys. And just like, again... It's not about, oh, well, I got to do this and that and blah, 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 to obey this verse. No. Because you, then you're just going to keep striving for God and you're going to get caught up in your works. It's just like, ask God and say, God, help me just be this way. Jesus said, if you want to come into the kingdom of heaven, you have to be childlike, which is like, he, what, what he means by that is like starting all over again. Just restarting and act like a child to God. How does a child act? They're optimistic. They're, they they ask anything. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, you guys. It's just like, just go ahead and take it. Let me just see where verse that is. Uh, see what verse that is. Matthew 18. I mean, okay, here we go. The greatest of the... Oh, so here we go. At the time, this is Matthew uh, 18. The title of this is uh, The Greatest in the Kingdom of Heaven. Verse 8, uh, sorry, chapter 18. At the time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child to him. So Jesus is like, he's like, he called a child to him and he placed the child among his disciples. And he said, truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children. You will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Um, he goes on in verse 4 and says, Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever becomes one such child... Uh, oh, whoever... And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. So, you know, guys, it's all about just becoming childlike. Um, being humble before God and just uh, being meek. So, you know, Jesus talks about that in Matthew 5. So... Um, those are just more things about mental health, you guys, and it's just, it's all, it's like, I don't think that we should also, like, be striving for per for perfection, but striving for intimacy with God. Um, that's what he's looking for, and you can read a lot about that in the book of Amos, in the book of Joel, in the Old Testament. Um, so, that's what I got for you guys today, and, uh, you know, mental health is something, obviously, that I share, that I struggle with. On my podcast and on my journals that I've done here on my podcast. So, um, yeah, guys, I just, I know it's taken a huge toll on people's lives and how it's just sometimes running thoughts and anxiety and depression. I'll just share a story with you. Like when I first started following God, I was in a lot of debt. I, I owed my mom money. I owed my dad money and I owed my brother money. It's a long story, but in that trial in my life, every single day, I said, God, today, I trust you. 
Now, here's the thing. Just pay attention to this. Whether you say that, if you say that and you don't mean it, what God is seeing is, um, what God is seeing that you want to grow, that you want to trust him. So when you say that, God is going to take advantage of that and grow your trust with him, which is under, which is believe, which is, uh, trust is, uh, faith in God when you don't understand. Um, so start telling God every day that you trust him. I, I one of my one of my most recent ex you got one of my most recent exes. I was dating a woman named Willow, and I told her uh, when we started dating, start telling God every day you trust him. She started doing it. A week goes by, and she's like, I just, I just, I've seen healing. I just don't struggle with anxiety. You guys, and I look at I look at I look at how I said that every single day about. Um, I look I I look at how I said that every single day in my first like baby steps with God and I look at where my trust is with God now and I think oh my gosh glory so start telling God you trust him let's just say it out loud right now Lord we trust you we trust you Lord we trust you you're a good good father it's who you are forever in always you'll keep your covenant with your people we trust you, Lord. Father, I pray this message would just bring people closer to you. You'd bring healing mentally. Lord, open people's eyes and the things they need to repent of that are just bringing a heavy weight on them, God. God, I, Jesus, you said that I have not come to bring priests, but I've come to bring a sword to separate son uh, from mother and daughter from father. And that you said, from that, you said, those who leave their father and mother for my sake, that they will be blessed. Father, I pray that you would remove, uh, just remove people from people's, just people that don't need to be together, God, just remove them. Open their eyes, God, give them grace in your timing. Lord, we humble ourselves before you. Show us where we're wrong in some of, in, in, in our beliefs. Give us new eyes. Help us to continue to go back to the secret place. God, I pray the wisdom that I've poured out, the Holy Spirit, you would minister to the people, Lord. You would just remind people. You would you would help me with my fear on on if people are going to listen to this stuff and just grow and grow and grow. God, I get so fearful of that, Lord. And I just hear you say, don't worry, I'm going to take care of that. Father, I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for just how close you are to, to us and that we can abide in your love to heal our wounds. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. So I hope this message has just like spoken to you guys. 
Um, I just, you know, I guess, I guess one thing that I struggle with anxiety is like I get done with a message or I just, I get done with another episode of my podcast and I just struggle with like, are they going to listen? Are they going to, and it's not like a sense of pride that's root that's that's not my motive what my motive is that like i'm scared that people are gonna forget about everything and walk away from god that's why i'm that's why i'm anxious so um i struggle with a lot of anxiety about that about like uh, you know what if i'm just saying this stuff and they're not gonna listen then i realize my motive for this podcast is very wrong that i'm doing it for um for people and not for god so I guess that's something I need to pray about as well. So, um, yeah, this Friday I have another prophetic word coming for you guys. I'm not, I haven't heard from what the Lord is saying, but um, listen to my other episodes. Uh, I, I, I've seen that you guys. I now have uh, people. I have I have one percent listening in Germany, uh, people in Japan listening, people in um, you know I can't. Gosh darn it! Maybe I can. Maybe I can go on here. Hang on a second. Let's see if I can look on here. Hang on a second, you guys. Oh, no, never mind. Okay, that's... Nope, okay. Uh, I, I've got listeners from Japan. Uh, Japan. Uh, Germany. Uh, I, I've got listeners from... Uh, some places just all around the world, you guys. So my podcast is growing, and I'm just really grateful for that. Um, some of you guys know I did get accepted to go to Bethel back this fall, and I'm really excited for that. I mean, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm looking to get a new car soon. I'm looking to set up my uh, fundraiser on Facebook soon, so I'll let you guys know about that. And, um, yeah, I just pray that you just grow in intimacy with God today, that you would just – everything that is just distracting you, that you would just push everything away that – uh, you just think you need to do and that you would just come be with God and he's going to take care of all that you guys that uh, we just we strive so much so much and God is always just asking us just to come to him and rest it's like you can see that in the life of Jesus you really can so I just pray the Holy Spirit would radically change your heart and that you would stand firm in your faith and that nothing would stand in your way and that uh, you would know that you know we're living to fight the good fight of faith because we're living to get to the finish line one day and that's you know to make it to heaven so yeah i just i just my heart's in the position of just wanting you guys to know god i just want i just i can't explain it and i just keep blabbering and blah, 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 so ah, um anyway thank you so much for listening to santini's daily dose podcast this is your friend josiah god bless you